Welcome to the Imbogoto podcast, where we discuss everything to do with information access for women and girls, especially during this election period. This podcast is brought to you by Amakosigaze Media for Development Foundation. My name is Wusisiwe Bebe, your host. This is the first in a series of 10 episodes that will be coming to you occasionally as the country prepares for its general elections expected this year in 2023. In this episode, we focus on the electoral cycle and what it involves, why women don't vote for women candidates in elections, the impact of fake news on women's choices in elections, and what female journalists can do to gather factual and well-researched election information to counter the scourge of disinformation and misinformation. In February, Amakusigazi hosted Eleni Dingani of the Zimbabwe Election Support Network ZESNI for its WhatsApp chat room to help women understand what is involved in the electoral cycle and to find out their roles and responsibilities in each part of the cycle. So, the electoral cycle, some call it an election cycle, uh, but um, I'll call it an electoral cycle because it's a, it's a concept that uh, was actually um, muted or put in place by a number of consultants um, working for United Nations and also for the European Commission. So they muted this um, model uh, where they were saying elections are not an event but then it's a cycle, meaning that when one process of an election uh, process uh, starts and finishes, another process again starts. I'll give an example. When we are planning for an election, we're talking about maybe election day, which is also known as polling day. But before we get to the polling day or to the election day, there are other processes that take place. Uh, for example, voter registration, um, which then gives us a voter's role. That voter's role will be submitted uh, or subjected to an inspection and then finalization of the voter's role. And then they will do what they call public exhibition of the final voter's role. In uh, other contexts, even in Zimbabwe, it's also given to political parties that voter's role for them to use during nomination. So after that process, we go for nomination and before nomination, there's also proclamation. So there are quite a number of other events that take place before we get to the election day. So that's what we call the election cycle. So the election cycle is in is is, is a model, and this model um, is also uh, known to be a diagram. I will post a picture of the diagram on the group for everyone to see the, the diagram of the electoral cycle. So it's got three basic segments. So the three basic segments is one, the pre-election segment, which talks about processes that happen before polling day. Then there's the election day or the polling process, which talks about the election day itself posting of results outside polling stations, counting of results, all those kind of things that happen on election day. Then we now have the post-election, which talks now about um, post-election audits, 
of results or uh, electoral reforms and, and so forth. So I'll post the diagram um, for you now, and then we can, for those who will be able to open it, you can look at the segments. And then within those three segments, there are other segments, again, within that now gives us the breakdown of what processes do we see in the pre-election, what processes do we see in the post-election, what processes take place on polling day. So polling day, in more detail, it could be opening of polling stations, or to start, or to start with set up, setting up of polling stations, opening of the polling station, because it's actually part of the law that op opening should be done in Zimbabwe at 7 a.m. and they close at 7 p.m. So it's part of the process because it's provided for in the law. Then there's the actual voting when voters now start, uh, start coming in and voting. Then we have um, the closing. It's actually a process of closing which is provided for in the law. So it's part of the election day. Then there's the counting, so a process that's provided for in the law, how results, how uh, ballots, I mean, are counted. Then there's the posting of results or posting of the, um, the forms of results outside the polling station. Transmission of those results to the various levels, like the constituents collation center or the white collation center or the national collation center. So all those processes happen on polling day. They give us those components in the model. So those components are broken down in the electrocycle model, the picture that um, I will share with you. So the pre-election, I'm sure you can actually add to what is happening in the current context where we are seeing delimitation. The report that was um, cassetted yesterday, the report of the delimitation is part of the pre-election. All these are building up to an election uh, or a polling day. So you can actually um, add things like nomination, proclamation of the election, voter education, voter registration, all those are part of the pre-election. There are also things like even um, when observers are, come in and they are accredited, they are, that is done in the pre-election period, even international observers or even domestic observers is all done in the pre-election campaigning, when political parties are campaigning, um, whether it's door-to-door uh, -door campaigning, rallies, whether it's, um, uh, what do you call it, it's uh, on media, or that is campaigning. When media, actually there's a monitoring also of media by other organizations, like um, in Zimbabwe, I think we used to, we actually have the media monitors that actually monitor the media, and specifically they do quite a number of activities during election, in the pre-election, where they are monitoring how political parties are being covered by the different media organizations. That's also part of the pre-election period. So, and a follow-up roundtable, discussions with female politicians from various political parties engaged with female activists on their experiences with trying to get elected by female voters. And these were some of the experiences they shared. You should fight and force to be there. I will not party. So you should fight for it.
Ama parties won't get a system in the big system. You so development, politics, So political reforms, political reforms. political reforms by now. As long as since from fifty. US dollars for UMP to 1,000. Honestly, they are going to increase their corner. They are going to increase their corner. Have we meet the people? I want to campaign. Be there, space some mama. Where's it? It's one city. We have TV We Amplify our voices as a democracy and create or meet the people talks. When the other one want how can he? Who should be I enjoyed that. It is clear that for women to make better electoral choices, they need better access to information. This is becoming more and more apparent as it is more difficult with the easy spread of misinformation and disinformation via social media platforms for women to get information that they can use to make better choices during elections. Amakosigazi Media thus held two roundtable discussions, one in Zilika's neighborhood to help ordinary women identify and counter fake news in their circles. The second roundtable sought to equip female journalists with the research skills to help them tell better stories.
our episode for today we hope you found it informative if you have any information or questions that you would want to ask on the topics we covered today please feel free to send us uh, a message on an, our email that is to women's media zim at gmail.com in small caps that's women's media zim at gmail.com or send us a whatsapp message to plus two six three seven one three two double eight two seven eight that's plus two six three seven one three two double eight two seven eight or to any of our social media pages on facebook twitter uh under the name amakosigazi media until next week thank you and goodbye